it's time to bring on our writer and editor for NintendoReport.com, Samantha Weinhardt. Samantha, welcome back to the podcast. We had a really busy week, so we're going to jump into some release dates this week. Did anything pop out at you as far as interesting games go? Uh, some of the big ones this week would be uh, Summer and Mara, which came out on June 16th. There also was the Silent Hill DLC for Dead by Daylight, which wasn't exactly what I hoped for when I saw the name Silent Hill popping up in the news. Right. <laughs> See, we also had the anniversary edition of Edna and Harvey The Breakout, which I've heard of. That's a, uh, a point-and-click adventure game. Oh, very cool. Uh, let's see, we had the Namco Museum Archives, which we talked about last week, I believe. And uh, several others here. This is a good week for release dates. Yeah, with about 20 or so games again. And uh, you know, some of the games you talked about the last couple of weeks here, we have the Darius Cosmic Collection also out. came out on June 16th. Let's see here. Also, uh, Burnout Paradise Remastered came out too on June 19th. And I also looked up a game called Working Zombies. <laughs> which is a puzzle strategy game where you have to, I guess, uh, the zombies have to win the approval of humans, which is pretty interesting. So it looks pretty cool. It's an eShop game. Do check out that. And yeah, so a pretty good week worth of releases go. So let's dive into the news. That's kind of the big story here, I guess, as far as this week is concerned. <laughs> so how was the news yeah. this week? <laughs> Yeah, so in contrast to the past couple of weeks, which were a little slow, we got some big announcements uh, this week. Yeah, some big surprises, so I guess we'll kick off things yep. with that, and that is a new Pokemon Snap game announced for the Switch, and it's actually called New Pokemon Snap, is that right? Yes, <laughs> so I'm just curious if they make another one after this, what are they going to call it? Is it going to be New Pokemon Snap 2? <laughs> right. New Pokemon Snap 3? <laughs> are they going to pick something completely different? Who knows? <laughs> We're in this new series again, right? <laughs> like New Super Mario Bros. Yeah. U or something, but... So what did you think of the trailer and everything? It was pretty good. I actually missed it when it first came out because when they announced the uh, Pokemon Presents uh, presentation, I thought, I had the impression it was just going to be more stuff about the upcoming DLC for Pokemon Sword and Shield. Yeah. So I thought, I don't need to watch that. <laughs> and so then <laughs> I get online later after the whole thing's gone on and I see everyone talking about Pokemon Snap. Oh my then gosh. I watched the trailer then. And it looks pretty nice. It looks like it's going to be uh, pretty. Yeah, it looks really good, actually. Um, so the last, or I should say the first Pokemon Snap game was out on the Nintendo 64, I guess, over 20 years ago. Back in, I, think, I always thought it was such a huge missed opportunity that they didn't make yeah, one for the Wii U. The Wii U, yeah. Although one yeah. thinks, you never know, maybe they had something kind of early developed and then they thought, well, it's not selling well and... Let's move our resources over to the Switch or something like that, and who knows? But it definitely would have sold well either way on the Wii U or Switch or whatever, just because of the popularity yes. of Pokemon and it being uh, Pokemon Snap. So, but very just cool. Just like Fatal Frame, it seems like the sort of thing that the Wii U was just built for these Made games. For, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, no release date yet, but any inkling? What do you think is for release, release dates possibly? Maybe later this year or Boy. next year? <laughs> oh, I I, with them it could be anything. Yeah. <laughs> I can see it coming out sometime next year, maybe. Yeah, very cool. All right, moving along, then we have uh, Apex Legends coming to the Switch as well. And this is along with, I guess, several titles by EA finally coming to the Switch, right? I think so. I can't remember now if they announced it. They had a whole bunch of 
little announcements. I'm trying to yeah. think if there was more coming to the Switch. But yeah, this was one of the big ones. I've never played it, but I know it's popular since it's a uh, free-to-play battle royale shooter. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this, actually. Um, yeah, I think um, Burnout Remastered is also EA, so they have a couple games now. FIFA, of course. I think they did say there was like, going to be like 12 games over the coming year or so or something. Pretty good. Yeah, which is good because EA's been pretty quiet on the platform so far, just as far as sports titles go. Maybe I think mm -hmm. a couple little smaller titles have been released, but this is a right. big one here, so looking forward to that. And it's also coming with uh, crossplay. They're adding crossplay oh, yeah. to all the versions of Apex Legends, so no matter what platform you're playing on, you'll be able to play together. So that's always nice to see. Crossplay is something yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, it's good for <laughs> all gamers. Yeah, no, no platform missing out on that one, so that's good to see. All right, moving along then, Kingdom Hearts has a new game as well. What's this? Yeah, so this is Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory. It was kind of interesting because the logo for this game actually leaked a couple of days before the game was actually announced. So everyone was looking at the logo <laughs> trying to figure out what, what is this, right? <laughs> Wow. And a lot of people thought it might be a concert, other people were guessing it was going to be a rhythm game, which is what it turned out uh, to actually be. So Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory is a multi-platform rhythm game featuring music from the Kingdom Hearts series. And because it's a Kingdom Hearts game, it couldn't uh, go without uh, being important to the story. So, <laughs> so of course <laughs> the main plot will be continued in this game as well. That's cool. And this will be coming out this year as well, later on this year, so it's good to see. Yeah, so quite a busy week here with some really big titles. Uh, it kind of feels like E3, in a sense. <laughs> the right, uh, right time of year for it, and Square Enix, uh, like Nintendo, said that they were just going to... They weren't going to do a showcase in place of E3, they were just going to release announcements when they become uh, ready, so this seems like... A similar sort of effect here with Pokemon Snap and Kingdom Hearts, just getting these big announcements vaguely around E3 without actually having a special event. It's kind of exciting, actually. Um, it's <laughs> almost like there's like less leaks as well. I mean, there's still some leaks happening, of course, but it just seems when all these companies put in their efforts to put on big E3 presentations, that's when you get the, the big leaks happening as well. So uh, there's, I, I think, know. more of a surprise. It, it yeah, seems like that I, anyway. I, I, I like the, the big shows, though. It's always fun yeah. to sit down and watch and wait to see what are they going to announce next. <laughs> I agree. I agree. But this is not a bad way to, you know, <laughs> stay uh, quarantined, at least for some of us who still have to be quarantined and get some good game announcements, too. So. But I agree. E3 is kind of one of those things look forward to every year. So hopefully next year it's kind of back to normal then for us. But we'll see. Yeah. All right, so what is the next title here? We have Robotics, Notes Elite, and Dash Character. What's this all about? So these are two uh, visual novels, Robotics Notes Elite and its sequel, Robotics Notes Dash. And these ones uh, were only available in Japan for quite a while, I believe, and then finally got news that they were going to be localized. And so these are part of the science adventure line of games. And one of the things that interests me the most about them is that they are in some way linked to Steinsgate visual oh, novels. Wow. In fact, anyone who has played Steinsgate should recognize one of the characters right. in this trailer who was brought back for uh, Robotics Notes Dash. So yeah, so these are coming out on the Switch and PlayStation 4 on October 13th in North America and October 16th in Europe. 
and you'll be able to either buy them individually or they're also being released bundled together as the Robotics Notes Elite and Dash Double Pack. Awesome. Very cool. And then moving along here, uh, we have another rhythm game here in the News Bites as well. And this is called Mad Rat Dead, has been announced. And what is this like? is another rhythm game like you said but this is a rhythm based action game hmm. and the basic idea behind this is that the main character is a dead lab rat who <laughs> is given one final day to come back and wreak revenge wow. <laughs> on humans and wow. so basically you'll have the beat that you have to follow because it's a rhythm game but you have to choose the correct action uh, that's appropriate for where you are. So you'll okay. be jumping and dashing and attacking enemies all in time with the beat. Well, this is the kind of game, it looks like NSA America, NIS America is going to be publishing this game. So that's the kind of the game they'll be publishing. And uh, they're, they're kind of known for these kind of oddball releases. <laughs> yes. That's kind of cool. <laughs> all right. So there's also going to be a collector's edition too. And that includes a physical cassette I read, which is interesting. I wonder, I mean, the way it's uh, presented, it seems as though you'd actually be able to play it. <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming I, I so. I like trying to figure that out, and it doesn't specifically say anywhere that it's just for show or anything like that. So I right. wonder if you have a cassette, a cassette player, if you'll actually yeah, be able to actually, play the soundtrack. Yeah, actually, good point, because it does say digital soundtrack as well, so mm -hmm. yeah, I, I'm wondering about that now. I mean, there's been some titles here that have had vinyl. And those actually had the soundtracks, I believe, on the vinyl, of course. Um, right, yeah. So I would think they would have it on the tape, except but who knows? A good question. <laughs> but it looks really cool. So Heart Pounding is the collector's edition that goes for $59.99 for Matt, uh, Mad Rat Dead. Interesting title name. <laughs> so that wraps up the news bites <laughs> for this week. Go ahead. Yeah, and that'll be out at the end of October, I don't think we mentioned. Okay, cool. So yeah, fall time. Awesome. All right. Let's move over into the time portal. We'll look back on this date regarding Nintendo releases for the week of June 14th through June 20th. And some interesting ones here, Samantha. So what's the first one on the time portal? Right, so the first one this week isn't actually a game at all, more of an app. This was June 14th, 2009, which was the North American release date of Mario Clock. Didn't even know that existed before. So this is just for <laughs> DSiWare, is that right? Yes, this was a DSiWare game, but then it also came to the 3DS. Oh, did it? <laughs> I was really? unaware of that, too. Yes. Wow. So this is basically an alarm clock, and it would uh, its alarms are Mario music, and uh, the app had, itself had to be open in order for the alarm to work, but you could put the, DS, the DSi in sleep mode. Okay. So it would serve as your alarm clock if you wanted to. So I'm assuming this is still available then on the 3DS in the eShop at some point. I, still, I should look yes, for that. Yes, I believe then. so. Yeah. <laughs> I never knew that, so I want to check that out. That's pretty cool. All right, then we have the dates for June 16th, 17th, 19th, back in 2011. Ocarina of Time 3D was released as well. Of course, this is the remastered version. And this also came out in Europe then, 2011. All right, one of the best-selling games as well, you said, in the 3DS, so that's good to know. And I guess it's still selling copies yet, too, because I see a lot of oh, these... Boy. Yeah, I see a lot of, like, Zelda and, like, Super Mario Kart, or Mario Kart 7, I should say, mm -hmm. still available uh, in stores, brand new, for, like, regular retail price. <laughs> it's like $39 <laughs> or whatever it is. It's kind of funny, but great games, for sure. 
Yes, I, I played this one. I, I had missed the original Ocarina at the time, so when this one was oh. announced, I made sure to get it and finally get to play it. <laughs> cool. Yeah, very cool. All right, and then we have Ghost Trick, and it came out when? And I got... <laughs> I said it came out in 2020. I'm going to have to edit this post. <laughs> yeah, so this was... June 19th, 2010. There you go. <laughs> and so this was the uh, Japanese release date of Ghost Trick Phantom Detective, which is one of my personal favorites. I really love this game a lot. And so this was created by uh, the creator of the Ace Attorney series. And oh, yeah. it stars a ghost who is trying to solve the mystery of his own death. Interesting. Has there been any new games in the series? No, this was the only one. The only one, uh, wow. And I think it might have gotten a mobile release eventually, but no, uh, no further activity with it. Other. But your, your uh, basic yeah. idea of the gameplay here is that as a ghost, he has the power to manipulate objects, but also, and by possessing the object, he manipulates them, but also he can uh, rewind time to four minutes before a person's death. So this is uh, wow. it's like the basic hook of the gameplay is then that you're using these objects to uh, travel around the room, but then you'll also go back in time to prevent a person from dying by using those four minutes to try to manipulate objects in the environment to change what happens. So it's a really cool little game. Had a lot, had a, had a great story too. Yeah, I know we mentioned this game at least a couple times before in the podcast at some point for the kind of little articles that we've done or whatever so very cool that's this ghost probably trick. because it's one of it's one of my favorites so every yeah. time anything related to ghost trick comes up, oh ghost trick <laughs> <laughs> that totally makes sense it makes sense <laughs> all right so a good time portal for this week so check out nintendoreport.com for all the latest on the time portal that we have the news bites and of course nintendo releases every week as well again we get about 15 to 20 games every week on the switch so do check out nintendoreport.com all right, Samantha, anything you want to plug or talk about before we head out here with the podcast? Let's see, uh, not too much, although one thing that I noticed when we were uh, talking about Mad Rat Dead there is that when they announced it, they specifically mentioned that it's from the uh, designer of the Yomawari game, which are the horror oh. games I think we talked about before. Yeah. I think I might have uh, reviewed them for the site. So that kind of makes me hopeful that okay, if they're using the Yomawari name in their marketing, does that mean that it was popular enough that we might get a third one someday? Yeah, hmm. Or were you thinking too much into it? <laughs> that's possible, too. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, it could just be that, well, that's the most notable game he made before, so we'll mention that. But yeah. We can hope. That's really good. Very cool. All right, so that wraps up this week's podcast. Samantha, thank you so much. I think next week will be number 54, so... I'll see you next oh, week. Hard to believe. I know. I'll see you next week. All right. Thanks so much.